Hello and welcome to Booncast. This show is put together by us here at Eurobone Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but it is meant for bone pose all over the world. We hope you have enjoyed listening and continue to do so. If you like this show, consider supporting Eurobone Center or one of our Bone Children's Home projects. We're now getting about 250 unique listeners per podcast, which is really exciting for our humble show. Yuru's been going through some uh, positive transition recently. We've moved our Minneapolis center about a block down Lake Street to a much nicer, more secure location. The new temple is really beautiful, so thank you to everyone that helped move, helped paint, or did any of the million other necessary things during this time-consuming transition. For anyone in Minneapolis, we are having an open house on Tuesday, March 22nd from 5 to 9 p.m. We have some interesting events coming up at Yuru. First, Rinpoche has an interesting schedule ahead of him. Beginning in early April is the Long Life Ceremony for His Holiness, the 33rd Menri Trinzen, in India, followed by the Long Life Ceremony for His Eminence, Yongzin Rinpoche, in Nepal. Unfortunately, due to illness, some of us will not be able to make the trip, but for those who can, I am sure it will be one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Then, Rinpoche will be back in the States in time for a Rainbow Poa retreat in Santa Fe, on the week of May 24th, followed by a weekend dream yoga teaching in Tucson on June 4th. Then, on June 21st, we will have the Red Garuda Retreat here at our Minneapolis Center. Our online students are patiently waiting for what is sure to be a powerful and satisfying retreat. Finally, we have a new online course starting May 1st titled The Essence of Living and Dying. Of all the world's cultures, the Tibetans have some of the most extensive teachings and unique perspectives on the death and the dying process. This is sure to be a very interesting online course. For more information about these and other upcoming events, please check out eurobonecenter.org. For this podcast, I had the opportunity to once again interview Geshe Nima Kunchap, who recently came from, him, from his home in Dolpo, Nepal, to give a soul retrieval teaching and ceremony. As always, Geshe La's teachings were wonderful. But before we get started, here's our second edition of Visualization Mechanics with Latini Madakpa Rinpoche. When I'm lying in bed and I visualize Shema Ochre or the refuge tree or, or whatever I'm visualizing, mm-hmm. it's different because when I'm sitting, I it's easy to know uh, where he should be in space above my head. But when I'm lying down, it it it's... I wonder whether he should be above my head as if space didn't exist or as if gravity didn't exist or if he should be parallel or, uh, you know, horizontal with the ground like he would normally be when I'm sitting. Uh, that's, in general, is a very good question, but it's very, I think, you know, uh, very objective. <clears throat> you see... The true meditation in Dzogchen, we have to train our mind in meditation till you get full authority, full authority or full power and full uh, perfection or ability to not affect any circumstances of full conduct. That is Contact of eating, contact of sleeping, contact of walk, contact of sitting. This is the four main contact that we are 
24 hours we are engaged, isn't it? Our meditation needs to be trained until that. So whether you eat, whether you sleep, should not have any, you know, the question you have, you know, is that okay? Is that not okay? Is it a good size? Is it good with this and that? It's all are very, what you call, uh, it's very much emotional fabrication. Then nothing is that in the reality of that state of meditation, nothing we can make change. Whether we bring it here in sleeping or whether we sit or whether we close eye and meditate or open eye and meditate, sleep meditate, sitting meditate, what we are meditating is still the same. Nothing makes a difference. It makes our emotional, this monkey mind feels like it's because monkey mind is so objectized. Monkey mind is so connected with the subject and object concept. Meditation needs to get out of that. So you meditate. Just you have to have a comfortable sort of joy, sort of peace, sort of easiness in meditation. Then the caution disappears. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So in the meantime, that people who have sort of difficulty and wondering, okay, now I'm meditating because I'm sitting in meditation position. I visualize in above the, my crown space. So now I'm sleeping. What shall I do? Or maybe this is going to harm. Maybe this is I'm doing something wrong. When you have bound of this and stuck, that is, that is, the destruction of meditation. Hmm? Yeah. But in a material level, in object level, that is so you build it. But in ultimate level, that doesn't really matter. Only it matters until we are not mature enough to. So you meditate while you are driving. Or people say, oh, how you drive? Yes. When you are not totally free from the conceptual, emotional conception. You cannot drive while you are meditating. Right. Once you go beyond that, it's very natural, comes like your opening eye while you are talking, while you are driving, isn't it? Mm. It doesn't bother you. Right. Because you can really fully pay attention, like very much. So like eating, like sleeping, doesn't matter. So, But in the meantime, when you, for those first stage student or who have difficulty, so you know in the uh, it says when you are sleeping, so you have to bring the Buddhas in your heart through your crown enters and bring it. You just like looking into it, right? The size is being totally uh, minimized, and then you just still looking and like a joy, laughing, smile face, and you try to get into sleep. So, yeah, that is something you can train until you get very well mature. So you don't have to pay, number one, much attention to do that. Mm. You're so, naturally you close your eye, you get into it. And then gradually, you get into the true state of that reality, the nature state of that very essence of the, your Buddha of compassion essence. And you are more sleeping, not in looking the image, but sleeping in the meditation of nature state of your own mind. That is the how we go. Great. Okay, hopefully some of you are finding those helpful. Now I'd like to welcome our guest, Geshe Nima Kunchap, 
with Latini Madakpa Rinpoche sitting in to help translate and provide further insight. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, welcome to Minneapolis again. Uh, and Rinpoche, thank you so much for being here as well and, and helping us translate. Uh, thank you. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you were here last time, you talked a little bit about your uh, life and, and growing up and everything. And from what I hear, a lot of the teachings that we've received from you were uh, came through your grandfather, who you briefly mentioned uh, last time you were here, but maybe you could tell us a little bit more about your grandfather. Okay, thank you. Uh, my grandfather, uh, yeah, my root teacher, mm. uh, my yeah, seven-year-old, uh, then he uh, yeah, teach me uh, Tibetan writing, uh, reading also. Yeah, then uh, yeah, the mutine continues. Yeah, he continues. He teach me uh, yeah painting, tanga painting also ritual mm. ceremony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, special he teach me uh, ritual cake, torma, mm-hmm. yeah, different torma, yeah, me, yeah, torma also, yeah, also, uh, yeah, then, uh, my, after then, my uh, 12 years old, then special, uh, second my root teacher, Palerim uh, Burse, he, <coughs> Uh, he monks, uh, he very famous of uh, Dolbo, very mm. great lama, also my relative. He he also, uh, tanga painting, ritual ceremony, everything, he also teach me. Uh, yeah. uh, I was in my home, my village, uh, two uh, teacher of, uh, root teacher of mine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Gisela has two main teachers, root teachers in the teacher. village. Yeah. Wow. One is uh, the grandfather, and one is known as Palajan Boche. He's a great Dorchen yogi. Oh. He's a great master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are the two, uh, the root teacher in the village where he started all this. Wonderful. Uh, you mentioned showing you tormas, and, and you've made some beautiful tormas here, and there are more at the center. Um, could you tell us a little bit about Torma construction? It seems like there, from my very basic understanding, there are different ways of making different Tormas for different deities or different purposes. 
Ok, ya. Ya, Torma, mm, ya, I'm making here, ya, continuous now. Uh, torma, uh, two different Torma. One, Yidam Torma, Yidam men, men uh, deity. Yeah, meditational deity. Yeah, okay. deity uh, Torma. Uh, here, uh, yet, uh, four uh, different uh, deity Torma. One, Shiva Asal men. A peaceful deity, man of the peaceful deity, Shiva Asal. Compassion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Second one, uh, Takla member, redful uh, deity, very powerful. Yeah. Mm. Uh, very powerful deity. Also, not uh, many more would say Yidam. Yidam. Third one, uh, Garuta. Garuda, you know, Garuda, uh, Red Garuda, Chumar, we call Chumar Torma. Uh, yeah, last one, uh, Long Life, Long Life uh, Torma. Sawarin Zin Torma, okay. Then four men, Yidam Torma. Uh, then Protector uh, Torma, yeah, many. Mm. Here, Protector Torma, six different. Uh, protector uh, Females, Sibi uh, Jalmu. Uh, you say memu, mm. uh, female protector, female, female. Uh, three uh, male, three male, three male, okay. three male uh, uh, then abse jalbo. Yeah, so now that's we call <laughs> suma dedu in burn. So three dedu. classes of the protector, okay. protecting the teaching and protector also to the practitioner or devotees. So three male and three uh, female aspect of the protectors, known as a six of group. Okay. The last one I uh, now uh, making yeah. uh, seven. Uh, we call shalze, shalze, shalze. Mean we have uh, general yeah for the elder for the any deity five rola five oh. offering different five kind of the offering. Okay. Uh, the, uh, yeah, one one kind of the yeah, shalze means uh, torma. Uh, like a f- flower, color yeah. shall say. Out, make out yeah. of usually in Tibet we make out of samba. Yeah. Mm. But so here you can see the seven of them in yellow. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. known as that's uh, commonly uh, applicable to every aspect, you know, mm-hmm. on the altar shrine as offering. General offering. Yeah, yeah. general. Yeah. So are these offerings to the deities, or are they representations of the deities, like a tanka, or more, or are they more for offering, or are they more for protecting the center, or? Um, so these are uh, not to make offerings. These are more of the representing mm. and the symbolical. Where this protector and the deities kind of taking uh, energy and the source, mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. kind of source of where they kind of connected. So when we place these in altar, that means we are placing them and invited and settled their presence through this representative torma, symbolic torma. Especially torma, protector torma, yeah, Shang in the altar, a special we need uh, for the ritual, yeah, for mm. the ritual, uh, for the ritual. Mm. 
So specifically, you know, also this each deity and protectors also can be symbolic and uh, representing through tanga and statues too. But particular with the tormas, when we make different ritual and ceremonies, you know, like example, we did a long life deity ceremony yesterday. Mm-hmm. So such as time. So these are the symbolically representing that particular time and particular uh, reasons of the rituals. Mm. So that is the way we are connecting sort of more directly from these mm. dharmas, each symbols directly to the deities. Mm. Okay, thank you. Um, could we talk a little bit about uh, the, maybe we'll start talking about uh, soul retrieval and maybe talk about long life as well, but uh, could you maybe give us a little history about uh, soul retrieval because it's a, it's a lot older than than um, the Tewa uh, Rinzin even right correct? Okay, that's how it was Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, usually soul soul retrieval. Uh, yeah, soul retrieval. Yeah, uh, ceremony. Uh, yeah. Yeah, beginning, yeah, uh, Shara, Buddha Tomba Shara, yeah, everything, uh, yeah, <coughs> teach, yeah, yeah, for first teaching, he, he first teaching four section, uh, yeah, we have nine ways, mm-hmm. nine yana, uh, first, uh, we, first yana, ways number, yeah, first, first, uh, teaching, he, he teach, uh, for, uh, Chashin Tegwa, we call Chashin Tegwa, Chajin uh, Tegwa has four subjects, uh, divination, uh, astrology, uh, ritual ceremony, then uh, medicine, yeah. Tomashiro okay. already also, uh, yeah, everything, yeah, soul travel, many, many, many different kind of the ritual, yeah, okay. We, we uh, call Totop Sumja Duju, different ritual ceremony, 360, but now uh, not all, <laughs> many missing, yeah. Okay. Uh, then, uh, yeah, uh, special Tsongorinzin, uh, radio Tsongorinzin, uh, solid travel. Uh, yeah, Tagalaure. Tsongorinzin, solid travel, Tangi, 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 Shungi Basically, yes, Buddha Tumasharab has taught these all aspects, and particularly of Langu, which is we are now using the term of soul retrieval. But then, particularly according to Tsawarinzi, the text of the Tsawang Charima, according to Tsawarinzi as a main focus of the long life. So, <coughs> this 
very, very much likely it is being began or started from the 12th centuries around. The Kopoloto Tome, one of the great Pombo master and highly realized, and also he is a rediscoverer master. So he got this sort of transmission, air transmission from the protector or deities. So from then on, it is being that particular soul retrieval, according to Samadhi, began. Mm. Okay. We have another soul retrieval. Uh, different uh, texts, different uh, data. So there are many different yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. soul ritual rituals oh, according to different deity, different text. Mm. But this is particularly optimized. Mm. Yeah, this yeah. is a very you know, practical to yeah. Im- not, implement. Not too short, not too yeah, long. It's very yeah, complicated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for practitioners who are at the ritual, um, is this, I, I guess something that wasn't clear to me, is is this something a Lama performs, or is this something that, you know, we can do ourselves? Yeah, both, yeah. Both? Dwala. Yeah. 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 Basically, this... You can do uh, as long as you are qualified, as, as long as you are qualified to perform and you are aware of a, everything as per a text accordingly, that not necessarily to have a monk or geshe or lama, but anybody can. Mm. But m- for that, you must have number one is uh, authentic teaching mm. and the transmission, mm. and then you must be qualified yourself, and then more this you must be authorized to perform such. Okay. ตาติจงบังอาสนะนําก็สําเนาเดวะเดซาจิเมนงชีนิวะติซุกุเนรังสุคัมจิชาตราทรูอ่าเทซุจิเนวะทิเมนตินตุเนนิวะกุเยเซ
with the mind and its quality and uh, its own activity and mind which is de- deeply related with mind and that one the best one and uh, top priority is if if you are a good meditator if you are a good practitioner that who have sort of experience of discovering your own true nature of mind yeah. and controlling yeah. your own mind okay. and that you can sort of uh, regenerate you can promote the quality of that very la the sort of life force which is related mm. to supplement the quality of life force mm. which okay. in chinese they call chi mm. and in our world so, it's a, yeah. 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 so which is a life force chi that is accompanied by this la mm. so when you are that very la is being run away stolen di- damaged disturbed you are being disturbed physically and mentally you know we we believe that some spirit negative can stall and take away from you or sometimes your life is roaming in between not being well settled in you sometimes your life is so low in energy so those all many possibilities when you are a good practitioner through your own contemplation that you can control heal rejuvenate reconnect it If that is not in capacity to your own personal way to do that then we are debating and connected with the ritual through ritual through the priest who performed the ritual and it may help to sort of bring back your la mm. and rejuvenate and reenergized and so forth so that's one la which is mean one we are talking about the main la yeah. yeah then other part of the la what we are talking about says is the elementary the based on the elementary the five element and especially the space element the essence of these all potencies of the five element which is directly connected to the our five aspect of the, our body yeah, to, yeah, yeah which we so. call uh, heat flesh and yes. uh, liquidity and earth and element in the wind element all mm. these things yeah. that we have inner elements that we are connected dependent on So when you have uh, this all balance pure energy of this elements you become healthier. Yeah, healthier for that yeah. is very much based on dietitian discipline exercise and a mental healthy and a physical healthy so naturally you will have if you have a pure air that's a supplement mm. it's good for you if you have mm. pure water that's good and then in additionally if you can sort of connect these things in your physical so then you will have a good health and a good you know quality of these so these things are not necessarily based on ritual or ceremony but based on your conscious of dietitian and discipline and mm. all this so these are sort of elemental la or chi okay yeah yeah okay thank you um sort of related with that part of the ritual we had uh turquoise um that was used and uh we kind of visualized collecting um <coughs> life force or lot to to that during the ritual could you talk a little bit more about uh the turquoise and how it's used in that oh yeah la you the ตะดิลายูสนัมนัมดิตะดิงเพกะจังดาลดาลเจสลายูลับเวรลายูลายูตะลานเนสะกะยูลับเวรลานเนสะสนัมมินตะทางทอมาร์ดินะมาสลากู
Ani kanda yudi cewa jimzen da wadi da da menang aso Himalari juda poedi wala nge da mi soso pamagi da miksik bu chungjung na tegri yud da kejen da yud Odi ta de de kejen bu emba shiwuzigiri da rawala de kejen bu pamagi jini pamagi te shawain de de kejen bu jini nyin de ne da rana juhirung bu da de de yudi jidang yu da you Tak mesti lanyam batang, senyam batang, kalau layu itu, layu so symbolically that in early days you know Tibetans are very ornamentic they are very close to the ornaments you know jewel ornament and especially the one is known as a turquoise. So in early days, when the parents sort of, you know, uh, passing away or parents actually sending their girls or somebody away, so because everyone have ornaments, so they will take out the piece of turquoise from that and they give to their <coughs> child, which is they have kept always on their body with care, with respect, with kind of highly regards. And when they take out from that and passing to their loved one, it's kind of closely symbolizing that heart-to-heart or close to sharing your own past. That's one reason that you is being highly regarded as a, some kind of special jewel or gems, you know, mm-hmm. like. And then the other thing is uh, through the ritual and the ceremony mm-hmm. that is being sort of the object where that priest focus and transmitted mm, that yeah. chi or energy in a physical level to the turquoise mm. so therefore this is now not just a kind of piece of jewel or gems but rather it is a totally transformed the quality of energy through meditation through ritual through prayer the priest has transmitted so that is kind of symbolical or physical representative of the chi the la of the person. That's where we keep always <coughs> on you that is that something has been focused and transmitted so that you are now holding its means through holding and touching to your body you're meant to be connecting to that real internal energy of that la. Mm. So because of that sometimes when people are uh, you know unhealthy and not in upgraded chi and la so that sometimes you may affect the changing the color. You may show the sign of naturally crack or piece of, and sometimes even get disappearing. 
something these things are happening this all a symbol that you allah is decreasing or not well settled mm-hmm. or not well connected etc so it's very powerful to have that highly you know keeping with you and all with kind of thing that that is what it is being sort of symbolically transmitted okay thank mm-hmm. you yeah i'd like to talk a little bit about uh say what rings in um and according to this it was received at jerima could you talk about that initial uh receiving the teachings at i don't know if i'm saying this jarima jerima jerima yeah jerima yeah jerima Can you talk a little bit about uh who received it and how that how that happened so what charima we showed the choga jora showed or the kandajini suitan shure kandajini shure kandajini kotets soros ซอเซเซเมชงเดเตรันทาจีชิมบาลคบลอดเดทอมเมลายิงกิจซอซอเรนซอเรนยิงกิจซอวาลาเรนซอเรนซอเรนซอเรนซอเรนซอเรนซอ
life. Oh, okay. So people have no sort of place and so forth. So therefore, this is uh, one of the holy na- holy mountain or place name of the that Chari. one of the Chari, Chari. The But mainly teaching is began from the Kubalodutome as a, a transmission. Uh, okay, so you talked a little bit about this at the retreat, but maybe for uh, just the listeners who weren't there, could you talk about Sewa Rinzin's life? You said he doesn't have a death, but could you talk about his life? Um, ああ、そうなんです。時代が、なんか、シャンシュンキ、ラジェンテマンがセレ。で、だ、テマンがセ。あの、そうなんです。だ、テラ、テラサウラ。トゥネ、メロニドン、グピア、あ、山地とこれ
constructed a very uh, beautiful uh, deer. Um, deer sculpture. Deer sculpture. Um, but you talked about you could use other animals for other situations or different people would use different animals. Could you talk a little bit more about that? So basically, the you know corresponding to the sculpture, the butter sculpture, the deer Gisela made yesterday. Generally, according to astrology, there is a five animals. Five animals corresponding to the five mean sort of caste, or we call uh, you know the mother side we call a blood side, and the father side we call a bone side. So the wheat burden are divided. The men's are divided part to the f- corresponding to the whatever the father's born. So these five mean bone classes so are connecting corresponding to the five different animals. Mm. So like a deer also can be connected the 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 classes of the dong uh, Tibetan, you know, dong which is well known and uh, quite one. So therefore deer sculpture, deer animal is connecting to this caste of the family. Whoever is from the dong caste that they are meant to be la, la representative is animal of the deer. But also the deer we also can use for very common and for general too, to everyone. If somebody doesn't know what is their caste, bone caste, so they have to have something to make this as an object where that priest can focus <clears throat> and connect to the Allah to bring it or heal it or rejuvenate. So we need an object. So therefore, deer is used as also for a common or general ob- obligable to every caste too. And because more peaceful, harmony, and more able to communicate or connect with the people. So therefore, deer is more general and common used. But otherwise, there is five different animal sculptures you can represent corresponding to your own caste. Okay. Each of these uh, corresponding animals, not only with the love, but also prosperity, 
prosperity of wealth, prosperity of health, prosperity of mental and practice and experience and so forth. So there is so many prosperity because if we have a always a weaker side or lower side prosperity, that is the what we are struggling. Mm. So in order to have this prosperity in each and every individual, so these corresponding animals are suitable energy of those prosperity through these symbols. So therefore, it is also important to com- communicate if you know, otherwise deer such as. So that's the what they are connected to. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will thank you so much for coming here again. Uh, it was a wonderful ritual and it was great to have you. Thank You're you welcome. very much. Welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah.